Whenever you are in the situation to build the best team for a delicate project, one of the advice we share in our peer group is don't look at the obvious data only. This is also true when you have to set up your investigations team. No matter whether you plan to perform an internal or external investigation, the right team setup will cost you either a lot of time and energy or let you achieve outstanding achievements. And why I think this is so crucial is part of today's episode. Great to have you here. Corporate integrity, fraud, non-compliance and cybersecurity. Would you like to understand the root causes, detect threats and take measurements to protect the most precious assets? As a leader, you need to be prepared and stay actionable in the event of an incident. Sonia Sternemann talks in her podcast, The Human Factor, Corporate Integrity Matters. To leaders and entrepreneurs who want to have impact, foster corporate integrity, and act as role models. As an international expert for corporate governance and integrity, entrepreneur, and independent board member, she knows the challenges. Let her inspire you. Welcome back to this new episode of the podcast, The Human Factor, Corporate Integrity Matters. You might be a board member, executive or non-executive, an auditor, internal or external, an investigator, or in short, a corporate integrity leader or on your way there. What we all have in common is we strive for leadership with integrity in our profession. I'm your mentor and sparring partner when it comes to corporate integrity with impact. Founder of Corporate Integrity Concepts with the different formats to establish and implement corporate integrity at leadership level. The vision behind that is nothing less than to protect and secure assets, reputation and actionability, yours and the one of your organizations. More than ever before, corporate integrity matters to all of us. And today, maybe I dive in a topic which is not only important for investigators, even though you have that in the title as such. But whenever you need a great team for tight deadlines and cost-sensitive projects, I'm sure you already had these experiences. The right team becomes even more important. For me, it does not matter what kind of project I have. I always want to have the right team for a specific goal. First, you define your goal and then strive for a functional, healthy, happy and performing team. You might laugh now why I mention healthy and happiness. But trust me, an unhealthy and an unhappy team will never perform at its best. With having brought up the, the three key elements or metrics already, I'm in the middle of the explanation why it is important to have the right team set up for investigations. We all know how stressful an investigation can be. Or better asked, have you ever been part of an investigation which is not highly tensed? Normally, an investigation puts an organization out of the comfort zone. And if not the entire organization, at least a certain department or team or person. Depending on the incident or misbehavior, the board of directors is already involved. And the external stakeholders are either asking for investigations or expect at least information. 
The setups vary, but they all have in common that there is no good timing for investigations, nor is there a budget, enough resources, and time. The answers are rather expected yesterday than in two months, or even later, no matter how many data need to be investigated in. Therefore, you need the best team, or the right team, to meet the expectations. Quality, content, and time are key. And while we are talking about teaming, we all know that there are so many teams out in the field performing investigations and struggling because the, they lack the right expertise and or availability of certain team members. The burden is a common discussion topic in our peer group of the leadership circle. Having the right people at the right time accessible is what we all have on our wish list. No matter how big your organization is, the challenge remains. And of course, we can try to automate and standardize investigations, but the experienced investigators among us know there is hardly any investigation you can compare to another one. Yes, we can standardize the processes, but the content and situation under investigations are unique. One of the hindering beliefs is that more resources available, the better for the project. I'm not yet convinced that this is true and rather advocate to first understand the situation and data universe and then build up the resources to find the answers. And I really like to motivate all being in the same situation, but it looks as if there are not enough resources around. Maybe you don't need it. And for those which have too many resources to choose on, be careful what you choose. Reduce to the max could be an even better approach to achieve your goals. Does the teaming need to be done at management level only? I don't think so. All involved in such an investigation should keep the overall goals in mind. And the more aware the team is about the importance of the team during an investigation, the better they could also bring in their own opinion and speak up if things are or, are or become dysfunctional. You will never ever win a synchronized swimming competition with a soccer team, nor vice versa. Both are team sports, but in different disciplines and with different requirements to the team and their individual position within that team. And that is exactly what we need for a successful investigation team too. It is not about having team members with the same skill set. It is about having the right skill set within the team to achieve the goals. The first challenge of asking the right question at the beginning of an investigation confronts everyone who has knowledge of an event whether it is the person responsible for the company, the supervising authority, regulator, the law enforcement or experts called in. The questions cannot be clarified at this point. There is simply no basis yet. When commissioning external investigators or in internal ones, experts from the professional groups of auditors, lawyers and IT specialists are in particular suitable for the preparation, evaluation, review business assessment and legal examination. Depending on the initial situation, different specialists, knowledge and expertise are relevant. 
Either you have it internally or you need to have external support. A professional team of experts, which can be called in selectively for the investigation, has theoretical and practical competences in the following subject areas. For example, background checks and compliance management, cybercrime and IT forensics, corporate compliance and the special knowledge in the investigation, data protection, for example, and very important also report writing, anti-money laundering, internal control systems. What about IT security and crisis management? And have you thought about communication? Risk assessments or um, skills are key. Also security management and understanding a whistleblowing system. White-collar crime is always important, as well as auditing. The list does not claim to be exhaustive in any way. Depending on the event, the expertise will vary. It is of great relevance that the team composition is adapted to the incident and not vice versa. Unfortunately, practice shows that despite the supposed knowledge of the required expertise, often not those who represent the most effective resources are called in, but those who are available at the moment. This phenomenon must not be new to you if you are active in this field of expertise. And one of the most important aspects during a fact-finding investigation is the pulse of the team. As we already know and heard in other episodes before, the most important success factor in the context of prevention, detection and response to white-collar crime and non-compliance is the human being in what he or she does or does not do. For some years now, this fact has led to a rethink in various areas of the responsibility in companies. However, the potential in the areas of governance, risk, compliance and finance are still enormous. And also when it comes to communication in crisis. In German-speaking countries too, the general conditions for investigation persons pose a challenge. In the rarest cases, the necessary infrastructure in place to deal is in place to deal with such events of economic offenses and non-compliance. Or do you think companies have today's after two, two years of pandemics vacant um, rooms and capacities that can be taken up to a half an ad hoc investigation for months or years? Maybe they do have. Maybe they already reduced the, um, the spaces available right now. From a business point of view, this would make no sense at all to have it have spare rooms and is therefore unlikely to be found. Maybe now, yes, we have it, but before, of course not. And I think we will all adapt to having less spaces available. In the event of an incident, however, this type of resources become necessary immediately. For example, in the case of an external investigation, Maybe they need to have external staff, external experts supporting that. It needs to be set up at the premises of the, of the investigated um, subject and also possible for a longer period. And here it already starts. Of course, you can also have it externally, but depending on the investigation you do, it is important to have the right infrastructure. What I would like to say is that we need to have very flexible people for special assignments that require a physically high degree of flexibility. Not all investigators are suitable. So my question to you is now, is your team ready for that? Because 
investigators have to adapt to the situation, also to the physical um, situation you have on site of the premises or when you do it in your specifically set up um, environment. It is the responsibility of the investigator to make the right assessments and decisions so that the entire team can perform in accordance with the objective of the investigation. So well-coordinated teams want want to answer the questions underlying the research objective precisely and based on facts and thus prove this performance themselves again. So an investigation is a marathon and if the team is only trained for short distances, the endeavor fails in the first hundred meters. So skill set is not only about expertise, it's also about the characteristics you have within your team. So be careful also when it comes to that part of the team setup. To summarize what I have brought up today, I would like to give you a few questions on your way. Do you first know the goal you have for your project or do you first have the team members? If you first have the team members, how does that influence your goals? Are you making compromises in quality, content and time? Have you identified your own biases and have you planned to how to address it within your team? And the last question, what do you know about the characteristics of your team members? Are they made for a marathon? Are they made for short distances? How flexible are they within their mind, but also physically? These are just a few questions, and there are, of course, more to be considered to have the right team for an investigation. But as I mentioned at the beginning, don't look for the obvious data only. We often limit ourselves either by biases or the fact that we do not allow our thinking process to first answer the question of what we need, but jump directly to what we have. For successful investigation teams, I advocate a goal-oriented approach and then choose the right expertise and characteristics to build a successful investigation team. This was the episode number 57 of the Human Factor Corporate Integrity Matters. Following the motto, Corporate Integrity Secures and Empowers Individuals and Organizations. Thank you for listening. My name is Sonja Stiernemann and I'm your host. Stay curious, actionable and a role model. Take care and goodbye. Would you like to learn more, meet peers and getting qualified? So visit the website Corporate Integrity Concepts or Corporate Integrity Academy. Or do you think this podcast could be interesting for someone you know? Sharing is caring and we are always happy to welcome your peers to our community. And if you like this episode, subscribe and don't miss any of the future ones. The show notes are, of course, enriched with relevant information and your connection via any of the social media channels is highly appreciated and will be answered. Promised. And please do not forget... Topics of your interest or interview partners are highly welcome. Just send me a note on any of the channels you know.